Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Down to Rough podcast. Join with JT. We're here to talk about, um, you know, what we saw Sunday from uh, that Patriots game. Should we let Let's do some positives, I guess. Some positives. I mean, listen. If that last play doesn't, I mean, if that last drive by the Raiders doesn't happen, and that you know the touchdown that should not have counted doesn't count. We're in the playoff picture, and we're, we'd be pretty – we wouldn't be happy, but we'd be, like – we'd be decently positive today, being like, you know, there were signs of life. Defense looks elite. Run game looks elite. Max still looks pretty average. Receivers look pretty average. So, you know, don't love to see that, but there's there's stuff to build off of, which I think is important. But, um, nope, the uh, the end of that game totally soiled the whole mood. I I have no words. So what I would say, though, is like, yeah, the defense was a positive, but it always has been, right? Like, it's always been great, I guess, you know. I mean, but I, we were shutting down. We were shutting down Devontae Adams. Which, like, that that, that's the one thing I want to say. The two surprises, I think, and I'm going to call them surprises, is like, you know, we didn't have Jack Jones or Jalen Mills, and Devontae was held to four receptions, 28 yards. Love to see that. That was impressive. And honestly, like, this is the second week. The rookie running backs look pretty solid. 100%. Um, and, you Strong. know, obviously, Ramondre's really good. But that's it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like the yeah. defense and Ramondre, we knew that. So, like, seeing it again isn't exactly, like, impressive or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I thought a good Janu day was coming and a Tyquan Thorne day because they made some nice plays. And then nothing. <laughs> They they shined a little bit and then it was just like they got quiet. And I feel like Johnny just gets double teamed now. So it's all on uh Josh Duche, who's just eating every week because mm-hmm. he's the one that's like, you know, by the way, he looks incredible. I was watching some of those sacks he was getting. He is bending around that tackle every single time. Duche's the best pass rusher on the team. And even Judon said I'd it. <laughs> I'd say that. I mean, absolutely. He looks very talented. He he only got half a sack yesterday, but he was constantly putting pressure on. And, and Derek Carr, as we see, cannot deal with pressure. And there were a lot of, like, throwaways. That was very helpful. Um, That last drive was so frustrating where they just marched down the field. I was like, what? So I first want to say that I don't – understand how that's a touchdown i i've seen so many pictures today there's one specific picture where it's like from the left corner of the end zone looking at the receiver and his foot down on the ground and people are looking at the picture being like oh the white on his shoe is his foot like that's not touching the white on the line what you're missing is that his shoe is black which matches the color of the ground which is touching the white line. I'm just I, like, are we kidding? I don't think it's that hard to see his toes on the line, man. I'm sorry. I just don't. And another thing that's frustrating is the reason there's no pylon cam is because it's not a primetime game. Which is like. That makes no sense. Why? How are we still having these problems in 2020? Is it three? No, we're almost 2023. Almost how are we having these problems? It, it doesn't make sense to only have, you know, the pylon cam and a primetime game because that's a game that literally could have been decided if you have it there. Right. Which it should, it wasn't needed. It wasn't even needed. 
Okay, but you know, another interesting thing I saw, I don't know if I sent it to you, the official like NFL ref like yes, you did send this Instagram to me. page or something. They follow every NFL team but the Patriots, which just I don't try to overread that stuff, but it's just like yeah. why? <laughs> it's just so like it's just so disrespectful, honestly. Like, and I don't, dude, I don't know. Like, that's a brand new stadium, too, by the way. How do we not have a million camera angles in that stadium? Brand new. They have 8K cameras in there, but we cannot find a single angle besides the three that they showed us on TV. Three <laughs> angles. And they're like, all right, it's a touchdown. obvious, man. Bro, from the one behind, like, way up in the air, like, it's like from the behind the end zone. It looks clear that he's stepping on the line. They review it for like 10 minutes, and then they're like, all right, there was nothing to overturn. Oh. So so my talking about? I like three things. One is it's frustrating that refs have heavily impacted two of our games because not, of touchdown calls. So many games. That's true. Heavily so, Sunday was a big day for the referees. <laughs> yeah. The, but, t- the, the Titans – or not the Titans. The Titans game was whack too, but I was going to say the Texans were leading on the Chiefs. I yep. didn't even watch it, but I was just like, what is happening today? Like, what is going on? Crazy. Um, the other thing is the same thing happened with the Hunter Henry touchdown where the announcers were playing into that it makes sense for it to not. And when they do that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm watching like, oh, he's out of bounds. Sweet. And then the announcers are starting to be like, well, I don't know. It's kind of tough to tell. And I'm just like texting everyone like they're going to call this a touchdown. And it makes no sense. Um, it, and- I, I just don't – I did not see like the part where they were like, no, nah, he's definitely in. He's not touching the white line. Like he's clearly touching the white line. <laughs> How are we talking about it? Like he's like fully got two feet in. Like by the way, corner's arm is fully in between his arm and the ball. So yeah. how does he have control off of the two? Yeah, two they didn't want to look at that. How was that control either? Like I was like, what? Are, oh, it was just so frustrating. And then the way the game ended, I was just in disbelief. Okay, so there's th- three directions we can go. One is to talk about coaching. Uh, another is about Mac, and another is about that final play. I don't know oh, which like, one we should start with. We start with coaching. Okay. Mac heavily. Well, I have a Belichick thing. Oh God! And people are calling for his job. Are you? Are you one of those people? So yes and no. Okay. As a Patriots fan growing up, I do not have it in me to be like fire him. I I can't do that. But I feel like it's ignorant to be like he's not the coach for the team. If that makes sense, like he isn't a coach of this generation of NFL. I think there are still things that he does coaching wise that don't make sense. And there's things GM wise that don't make sense in today's league. Right. I think he's still drafting and making roster selections as if he has Tom Brady as the quarterback, because a simple one to me is like, there are a lot of picks that he made in the Brady era that were like character over skill and talent, right? Yeah. You can get away with that when you have Brady because he can elevate the talent to somewhere you need. We don't have that. So, for example, passing on George Pickens because of his character 
isn't the best move when you don't have an elite quarterback. Although I will say he's still getting in fights over in Pittsburgh. Like it's not the character thing was an issue. Like he's still having he, he's out there calling out his team being like, I only got two targets today. Like what the hell is going on? Like if he said that on the Pats, he's not playing for a month. Like that's fair. That's fair. Maybe um, not now though. I mean, Mac Max out there now, like you know, getting mad and, people, and so. they're letting him and rightfully so. I guess you can also get as I mean, Bourne had his issues after the Buffalo game, and we were told, or there were reports that he isn't playing another snap after that, and he's out there. He's dropping passes, but he's out there. <laughs> so I I just think in today's NFL, he's not a great head coach, but I don't have the you know, I'm not saying fire him. I think that's just crazy to do. I think there's a certain grace period you need to give people based on Pat's success, right? All right. Ready? Here's here's what I think. Now, if you like post Brady, obviously like the problem is is that we're we're basically judging him right now as like, you know, he's without Brady, but he's been doing a total rebuild from day one. Like he had Cam Newton for a year, then he got a rookie. Now he's got a rookie in his second year. The big problem this year was that he decided that, oh, I'm just going to bring back two former head coaches or two former like coaches of mine, and they're just going to coach the offense. Like It's just going to work. That, I think, was one of the things where I'm like, all right, wait, you are too cocky. Mm-hmm. You are not the guy you think you are. They are not the people you think hey, that they are. So that I will give. He gets 100% fault, that stupid move. Other than those like that decision really this year, I have no issue. Like I'd love to see him come back, have a real offensive coordinator, really like build around Max for finally in his third year, really build around him. Don't know why we're waiting till this year to do it, but you know, fuck it, I guess. Like, um, I will say one coaching thing that I think you'll agree with me that pisses you off, but I'm not trying to say like, the success of the team is necessarily his fault. I think he's overachieved with all the teams. I'm not going to be here and be like, oh, Brady's clearly more important. Because look, because it's like, dude, first year without Brady, he had, you know, 60% of the cap was Gar- dead cap. Garbage team. <laughs> Terrible team. And, and uh, had a shot at the playoffs, kind of. Yeah, like, what are we talking about? That team was terrible. So that was, was he supposed to win? That was his best coaching period. And COVID year, by the way. Had yeah. people dropping out, didn't want to play. Like, um, Tim, who was on last podcast, I think made a good point because he is on the fire him train. And here is what he says He says, if there was a way to make him not the GM and keep him as the coach, I would do that. That would be perfect. But I understand that's not possible, which means you would have to fire him because he just thinks him as a GM is so bad. I, I don't love all of his GM moves, but. I do like, I mean, I just wish he would stop taking control of the receivers and let someone else like figure that out. Yeah. But like, are we, if we're talking defense, like Jabril Peppers, like Adrian Phillips, those are two core people on our team that we, I mean, don't get me wrong, Adrian Phillips is kind of, kind of suspect last year. They've kind of been a little rough these last few games. I mean, but still, I mean, missed a block for a blocked punt. Hey, that Duggar pick six, though. So, so what I want to say with the Belichick GM thing is I think he's better than people think. Absolutely. As a GM. I mean, these last three drafts have been pretty great. I think, I think it, it just looks suspect like at first, 
But if you look into it deeper, like the players themselves are actually like he's getting he's getting more effort and like skill than he's paying for those players. Now, there's obviously yeah. outliers like Aguilar. He sucks. Our tight ends were paying like 10 mil, which Only that's another really thing I just can't stand is how they use the tight ends. But it's like we get them involved for a play and then it's like, all right, now you guys are just going to block for the rest of the night. Uh, don't worry about catching any footballs like. That's not what you do. So yeah, you know, um, I think lately Belichick's been fine. I think there's a lot of animosity for him picking and Keel Harry, which was a bad pick. Let's not defend him. Just in every way, it was a terrible pick. It was him being too cocky and not listening to his whole entire staff besides him saying take AJ Brown, which would have been fantastic. Tyquan Thornton in his rookie year has achieved more as a Patriot than Enkeel Harry did in four. Yeah, and Tyquan Thorne gets like one pass a game. One pass a game. That's all he needs to be successful. He's just a rookie. Like we're not playing him. Yeah, he actually played a lot of snap. I would. I noticed him playing a lot of snaps when uh, Devontae Parker was out. Mm-hmm. I saw Bourne on the sideline, and I saw Tyquan Thorne in the game. I was like, there. There's truly no point playing Bourne because he's not a part of our future. Because no. they kind of. Honestly, they kind of ruined him. I mean, but no, then we play him and then he just drops past. No, I know. But I also have to say, similar to what they did to Mac, it's a mental thing where it's like, you know, he's in his own head now being like, I was thinking I was going to be the wide receiver one this year. And I did. What did I don't remember what he did to lose snaps? Was he late to practice? It was the late thing. And then it was he was. Patricia was mad at him and like, effort uh, level or something. This this is why everybody's mad at Bill. It's because Patricia, like he he screwed up making the offense this year. Yeah, he should have brought someone in, and regardless if he had to pay them or not, he's so cheap. That's the other thing I hate about Bill. He's so freaking cheap. He just wants to always get the lowest option. And obviously this year it was like, hey, the Lions are paying Patricia. Joe Judge getting paid by the Giants. Come on over. I'm neither of you are going to have any like kind of status as a name. You're well, just going to coach. Here's what it was. It was he had a bunch of coaches leave, and he was like, I'm sick of coaches leaving me, so I'm going to get two guys who will stick by me through everything because they've had their head coaching chances, and they're going to need to work hard to try to get another one if they really want it. But Which, they, left. Yeah, they already left. He, he got two guys that – We'll have to do a lot to get another coaching opportunity. They also suck and are terrible. Um, Joe Judge, honestly, like he can go back to special teams. He was good at special teams. And uh, we we had I a block need pun him, last night. A block pun, which he was not. I mean, he's not special teams. I'm saying. I, maybe uh, I was just saying, you know. Yeah. That that I think that was just a miscue by the punter because we don't have our punter in there. I, I think it was. Peppers just well, didn't no. Peppers was talking like because trying to like talk through what the defense was doing, and then they just snapped the punt. It was like, okay, you know, the punter is calling for the punt. Why can't you just wait a second until he's settled? I don't know. And that um, was bad because then they scored immediately after that, and it was like, wow. But here's my here's my Bill Belichick coaching rant that I think you agree with, and this is something he's done since the start of the Pats dynasty, which is my whole issue of he doesn't exactly adapt, which is getting frustrating and why I'm like, I don't think he's the coach for this generation. Prevent has never worked. Who? What? The, like the prevent defense. We were playing like prevent essentially on that final drive. They would do like 15 yards 
on the sideline. And Marcus Jones is giving him 10 yards of space. Yeah. Not even challenging it. He's not getting burnt. That's the plan. Yeah, they they were getting we were getting chunked that whole last drive. It was bad. We had them to 17, and one of the touchdowns was because we of a blocked punt, essentially. Which was on the 20. Right. And so the defense was fantastic. There was no need to change anything. No. So so I, I just there's been multiple games he's done that. He did it in that Steelers game that we almost lost. I don't get why. Like, why not just have like two high safeties and let everybody play man? Like, who cares? Like, you there's get- a time and a place for prevent, and it's when you're up like three scores and there's six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Not when it's like a tie game and they're trying to, you know, like I just don't understand, and that it drives me insane. Like, especially since we were covering so well all night. Like, why are we giving them space now? Like, let's. Like we the the one thing we've been bad at this year is when people are in space. Yeah, they create more yards. Like the the yak, our yak numbers are terrible. I'm sure I haven't looked, but yeah, like, that was one thing I've definitely noticed, especially with the corners. Like we're not the best tacklers, but we can stop you from catching the ball. So we should be stopping him from catching the ball versus like trying to get them in the open field. Like yeah. it's just frustrating because the defense is good. Oh, they're so good. And it's frustrating when they have a chance to win the game and you're almost like taking it away from them. Especially when Derek Hart immediately has an out now. Like when we're rushing the passer, we get we like we can get him in four seconds. Yeah. But if he's got an open outlet in two <laughs> and he's taking it like For 15 get, yards. Yeah, like, you're... <laughs> what kind of defense is that? Like that's terrible. Yeah. Like the Pats have never been good at doing like a soft zone. Like it's just never <laughs> They're best at when they're in man, um, but do you want to talk about the? Uh, let's talk about the last play. Yeah, let's talk about the play. I hate, by the way, I hate that everybody's calling it the worst play. Like it's not like that was the play design. It's so just one person's mistake ruined things. everything. On a positive note, I'm glad that like every player involved took blame, like it was their fault. Mac, Ramondre, Mac, Ramondre, Jacoby. Jacoby, they all took blame, saying Dude, Mac. Mac looks so soft not tackling that guy. That's a bad look. It reminded me of so um, soft. like look, dude. I would tackle. Is it, that was one. that? Got just do what you there. did to Brian Burns. Honestly, just dude. do what you did to Brian Burns. Dude, he's catching the ball like this. Why are you not cleaning him out? He's literally stand, Mac standing there like, oh, I'm gonna tackle him. Which way is he gonna go? Why why are your feet planted? Go at him. He's not moving. He's trying to catch the ball. Yeah. And then you let him move and you're getting steamrolled by him. I do think his thought also was let's say like he does break up. Yeah. Like the pass, like the ball's still live. You know, like so I think his thought was my best chance is to go low and tackle him. I mean, he was put in a tough situation. I'm not gonna lie. Jacoby's I just fault. need a better effort on the tackle. Yeah. Like literally Brian Burns, I'm like, you've already done and just grab his ankle for dear life until someone who might have a chance to tackle. Henry runs. wasn't too far behind at the end of the play. Like he was, he just needed to be slowed back. down and he wasn't slowed down. <laughs> Stiff armed into the fucking Got sped up, dude. <laughs> um, Yeah. I mean, part of it to me has to be, coaching though i mean are you not saying like 
If you think no laterals, not, just go I mean, like I don't know. I mean that they they all said that the plan was to just run out the clock, go down, like try to see what see if there's a, something opens, and then just go down. That was what Ramondre said. Ramondre was like, I never should have lateraled it. Like that was my bad. The plan was to just go out there, go into OT. I do want to say, it was like a safe lateral. No, I know his, his was fine. His was. I totally was fine. not mad. Jacoby, I, I I understand you shouldn't do anything. I understand that. At the same time, I saw what he saw. He was like, I'm at the twenty. I have a safe lateral here, and it looks like he had one guy to beat. And the Raiders did a good job closing on it, so he had nothing, right? Mm. It was Jacoby where, you know, unless it's a do-or-die thing, you should never be lateraling it more than, like, two yards. <laughs> yeah, like, like Ramondre's was perfect. And then he's like, all right. He threw a bomb. 30, 30 yards on on the move. across Best pass of the game for the Patriots. But I don't know. <laughs> Mac had an absolute dot over the middle. So – my th- my other thing, and this is my biggest thing. Let's say Mac catches it. Now what? Getting murdered. There's no one behind him, and it's Mac Jones having to run sixty yards. Murdered. Like that's my big thing. It's like even if he catches it, nothing's happening. It's pro. It was probably just like a heat of the moment thing. Jacoby was like, "Oh, I see him. He's open." And then he throws it, and he's like, oh, wow, I really – It is really... funny that Chandler Jones was just, like, chilling back there. Like, oh, they got it. Bro, I watched back the play. He literally gets stiff-armed into the dirt by Ramondre, doesn't get up, is literally just next to Mac, like, hanging out because he was getting up off the ground, sees the plays coming back, gets a little active, and is like, oh, like, I have a chance here. And then Jacoby throws it right to him. He doesn't move. Yeah. I'm like – you're Jacoby. I'm convinced Jacoby had the Raiders money line or something. It might have been a draft pick thing. I don't know. Dude, like that, that is one of those plays, though. I'm sorry, where I'm like, like it looked horrible. Yeah. But, um, I'm, but I'm already over. Like everybody today is like, it's the worst play in NFL history. Like I could name so many more plays that look so much worse than that. Like the butt, I also think you gotta look butt at fumble. butt fumble is one of them. Yeah. Um. The punt fumble. The punt butt fumble. The <laughs> that happened the this year. Yeah. The Orlovsky. Dude, Orlovsky. Like, uh, what was and the um, the Colts thing? The Colts thing where they. Oh were doing, yeah. Like, what are we talking about? This is not the worst play. I it also think bad lateral significance has something to do with it. Like, neither of these teams. We don't. We're not are, are like. Going anywhere. I mean, we are competitive, I guess, when you look at it seven and seven, but it's just it's more just like not going anywhere. Now hear me out, John. Yeah. Like, had we won this game, I would have been like, all right, all I'm all aboard like the hype train. We're going to playoffs. Maybe, you know, may you never know. Like defense wins championships, you never know. Now I'm looking at this. You know, we're seven and seven playing the Bengals next week. I'd like us to lose all of the games we have on our schedule remaining and see what kind of draft pick we can get. So I talked to my brother before the Cardinals game and I told him straight up, I was like, this team isn't going where anywhere as a fan. I want to just lose out because six and 11, you're getting a decent pick. And he was saying like, 
that's stupid. That's being a bad fan. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. You want something to look forward to. And I'm like, I kind of know the only things I'm looking forward to. And for me, that was, you know. Player development. I know Ramondre's nasty. He's nine yards a carry, by the way, last night. Yeah. Um, And he, he was playing hurt, too. I mean. He was he didn't even play snaps in the beginning of the I, I, like our run game is unbelievable, but then I'm just like our pass game, yeah, is horrendous. Point is, as a Pats fan, I was like, I know what I can build around as far as making a winning team, and yeah. it's unfortunately not a lot. <laughs> um, so it's like, why not? And like when you look at like draft picks, I understand maybe it's only three spots. Like if you lose a game or something, but it's like that could be the difference from like Micah Parsons and Jalen Rager. If you like lost that, like as far as draft position, right? Yeah, like Jalen Rager, like not was it Justin Jefferson who went after him? Jefferson went after Rager, but How I'm saying Justin, like, wait, didn't didn't we pick before the? No, we didn't. We didn't. Okay. Our, okay. If the, we had a chance, I would have been pissed. the better options, which there's a lot because the wide receiver stack draft is stacked. Was be. AJ Brown, Debo, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin. Those did guys. Terry, did you see that Terry penalty last night? Sorry, I'm off topic. That was ridiculous. That was so dumb. It, it was just a sketchy. Again, hey, again, refs affecting games. They literally scored a touchdown. It gets called back and they lose the game. So sketchy. But um did we talk about max development? I don't think we talked about So that's about what we need to talk about. That's kind of our, our final thing. Um but yeah, I'm with you. Like, I because you're going against Bengals, Bills, Dolphins, and really your only chance is if you steal one of the Bengals and Bills, like, and you chance. and you beat the Dolphins. Like, there is a chance, but at the same time, you also need to hope like the, the Ravens don't losing. the Ravens don't win as well. I I think the only way we make playoffs is if somehow the Dolphins can lose again. We beat the Bengals. And Dolphins. We basically need the Dolphins to lose twice in the next three games. So if that happens, which it very well could, because the Dolphins don't play good in cold weather, and they're going to mm-hmm. have to play us in the cold. And I'm assuming there's got to be one more team they play that's like going to be not not fair weather for them. So we'll see. And, and uh, you know, maybe hope the Bills don't try the last game, which could be possible. I mean, they're definitely. I mean, if you're the Bills. Would you rather play us or the Chargers in the first round? Definitely us. So there's a good shot. There's actually a decent shot when you think about that final game. They just rest guys. Then we'd we'd probably win that game if they're resting. It is in Buffalo, though. I mean, if they're resting people, I don't care. Uh, Fair. But, okay, so Mac, we talked a little bit. You're a lot higher on him. I've kind of had it. I'm going to be honest with you. So, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, I can go first. I mean, listen. Like, obviously, we want to see him do good this year, but like, we have just built the worst supporting cast around a quarterback, probably since like, I don't even know coaching staff and or not like offensive weapons. I mean, like, coaching, okay, you mean coaching? Okay, like support, okay, supporting okay. staff. Like, they're the supporters. I was like, gonna say, I'm like, weren't you on my side that he has plenty of no, weapons? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I like the weapons. Like, I, I mean, like, not Al- Aguilar is probably my least favorite, but then like we go down the list and it's like, wow, I really like these weapons. I think he's developing now 
as he should be. He's kind of learning what's kind of like, you know, good and bad for him. He last night was a little inaccurate, but he was clearly trying to like get the some velocity on the ball, like trying to flick it out fast. Obviously, he's missing a lot of throws because of that. But, you know, that's what you want to see from like, that's what Tom Brady was doing. He's getting the ball out quickly. The ball's got velocity on it. It's getting to the target and it's done. He missed a couple like that, but um, then there was like uh, there was this one play. It was one of the biggest chunk plays we had of the night. It was right before the Ramondre touchdown. Matt gets Jacoby Myers for like thirty yards over the middle, and it was an absolute dot. Threw it so far, like perfect spiral, like it, it was just beautiful. And that's what I've been waiting to see from him too: throwing more deep balls, being accurate with it. So I don't know. I think I think next year if we can get a real offensive coordinator, someone he can like actually talk to and bond with and not scream at during a game that's the that, that's the problem for me right now is that he's when you're yelling at the coaches during the game because they can't get the play call out fast enough and they're subbing still like it's ridiculous how many times we've had to call timeouts when the play clock is down or we get a delay of game because the play clock runs out so we'll see i think there's just too many things happening for us to be like mac is not the one right now i'm gonna be honest I'm honestly for like Dan Orlovsky. I know he has coach? he's spoken a lot about how he would only do coaching if it was like for Mac Jones because he thinks he's getting screwed and that he can help him be the best version of himself and stuff I like that. Him. And I think it's similar. That reminds me of basically Mike McDaniel with Tua, where he was like, right now no one believes in this guy and I need to show him I do. You know, when he sits down and watches the highlight tape of him and say what you want about Tua. Tua's narrative awesome. on him has completely changed from this year to last year. Last year was you can't win with Tua. You know, now you're more convinced. You're he he's kind he not anymore, but there were times he was an MVP candidate. You know, before the concussion, he was looking real good. It's the it was the receivers, though. That's the big change. I understand, but it's also, I think so much about sports is mentality and you need to believe you're the best. And sometimes you're in shitty situations where you just don't believe you're the best. Um, You know, so I think, I think there, there just has to be a change for Mac. And I agree with that. The thing that worried me, you know, he he's the velocity's there in the middle of the field. And it, I definitely notice an increase in it. I also don't think it was too slow. The like, I don't think the ball speed was bad middle of the field. It's still slow as hell on the sidelines, and I am always terrified when he throws to the sidelines. I just fear it's going to be a pick six because mm-hmm. it is not going fast at all. Yeah, there, there was that one throw he threw to the flat in the sideline, and thank God it was inaccurate because it would have been a pick six. <laughs> um, so. Like, I don't envision that ever changing. Um, I'm also looking at, like... Think about how many screens he throws, though. Like, why? Like No, and but here's my thing. Last night, I noticed there were times they let him throw it. I did see that. I and he that. couldn't throw it accurately. And it was almost like the coaches showing to the fans, this is why we don't have him throw, because he can't. This is why we do screens all the time. That's what it felt like to me. 
Um, a lot of them were close though. Like there were so many that would just be like just a touch too high. Or, like, like, like that's those are like so close to becoming like actual meaningful plays in the game. So like, why would you not want to keep keep repeating that? Until no, I, I you perfect. have to do it. I, I think the screens oh. have to stop. But I'm saying, hundred oh, percent. To me, that's what it seemed like with the coaching because it yeah. seemed like they did I it. Yes. It seemed like they did it, and then once he was making bad throws, they stopped to be like, "Yeah, this is why we don't do that." Because there's frustrating stuff where like Myers on the seam route, where if he just hits him, Myers is good sixty yards at least. I know he's not the fastest, so I'm not saying he's getting a touchdown, but he but, did catch that ball like thirty five yards out, and he immediately got caught though, and I was just like, "Damn, that could have been sick." Yeah, because Max um, stat, Max stats yesterday were horrible. Horrible. And another thing that's important to say, JT, is um, no issue with the O-line. There was no sacks. Nope. Uh, um, hey, Trent Brown and that – I don't know who's playing right tackle, but he – he I saw him work in uh, – I forget the white guy's name. What's it, McDermott? Uh, no, the pass rusher. Oh, Crosby. Crosby. He was working Crosby some of those times. I was very impressed. I don't know his name. He's not some like highly touted lineman. He's not a free agent. I think Our other tackle, you're saying? Yeah, the right tackle. Is it Kajust? Did he play? Oh, he's not even playing. Was, so is McDermott. Oh, you were saying McDermott? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying because he he's white player. too. So that's what yeah, I yeah. thought you were. Yeah, no, you're right. It's um, it is McDermott, I think. But but that's and like Cole Strange did well too. Like the O line was not the issue. Cole Strange right? did get a penalty though, and I, the false start. He did penalty. get the one the one penalty, but in general, I mean. You have to expect an old line is going to give up like at least two sacks and maybe a false start, especially on the road. And they, they protected him. Yeah. So it's just frustrating to see like, you know, they let him do what we've all wanted to see. And the there was no pressure at all for him. And he was not good. And I mean, but think about how much the game could have changed. Like even if something as simple, John, is like the first red zone drive we have. Like say none of that that stupid stupid stuff happens and we just score a touchdown like like we don't call the timeout Jacoby touchdown boom it's yeah. now seven three beginning of the game yeah Matt could have actually played really well in that game but he probably hurt he got his confidence hurt in the beginning of the game because it was like all right I just threw a touchdown you called a timeout and I have to do it again now we get out there false start now we get out there all right I would take a timeout yeah so what he are we doing. He did he did get in his head, but that's also not what you want to see from your leader, your quarterback, right? No, not at all. But like I, I guess, guess comes back to the coaching. Like I think it's just a coaching problem. The thing that's a bigger issue to me than like the missed throws, honestly, is this whole time I think we all felt Mac is a smart QB and he can manage an offense and things like that. And to see all the delay of games. And that QB sneak touchdown is him not going too soon. You need to let John who gets set. That that's kind yeah. of on the QB, right? No, if, that was not him. If it was like, <laughs> the, yeah, it it is on both of them. But I'm gonna blame him more. I mean, there was no need to rush a QB sneak. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm um, almost curious if like the play call was a pass play, and then he gets up to it, and he realized he was like, oh my god, like. There's a gaping hole in the middle. I am going right over this line. Could have been. So that that was my thought. Because John looks like he's going for a pass. Like he lined up. He was taking his time, like making sure he was set. Right. So 
unfortunate. It de- I felt like the beginning of the game really like I as soon as that happened, I just knew there was some horrendous, heinous actions that were going to take place in that game. And I I just when they called that a touchdown, I knew we were going to lose. I I was so because the spread was the Raiders by half a point. So when they called that a touchdown, you're like, that's that's game. I'm like, yeah, that spread's going to the Raiders. And it was very frustrating because I knew it. And I did not think it would happen like that. But um like another... what a game. Like I could not like I, I can't even imagine what Bill is thinking after these games that we're having. Because like there was a, a like the amount of ridiculous like once in a lifetime kind of stuff that happened in that game was like every quarter there was something that was like this will never happen again. <laughs> But it happened in this game, and it happened a lot. Like, it's truly mind blowing what the Patriots are able to do right now. Yeah, it it feel it feels tough because it's seven and seven, which I think a lot of teams would be like, "Yo, my team's five hundred. That's great." What terrible! Doesn't it feel like we should be like ten and four? Yes. If we feel- just played, like, I think this one should have been a win. I think Minnesota, Baltimore, should definitely have been a win. Baltimore, you could argue. Chicago's the big one. Yep. At home, Monday night primetime, you just don't show up. Even the Dolphins game. What are we talking about? They scored one touchdown, and it was off of a play before halftime. Yeah. Now – That's why I'm really curious to see, like, if we can actually win this week versus the Bengals. This is probably what what Bill's saying right now. Like, Bill's probably like, guys, I know we just lost that. That was horrendous. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. And if we beat this team, we actually could be playoff bound. Because the, then after that, you play the you play the Dolphins at home. That's you'd like to think that'd be a W. And and Bill's head, he's probably like, I am so sick and tired of losing to this team. That quarterback sucks. Mac, you are the shit. I mean, what? you hope that's what he's thinking. You hope that's the energy he has, right? I, I, I don't I can't know. Imagine he's like, like what, what, like I can't see. He's been leading men for over like his entire life. He's been leading straight up men. So how is he not in that locker room, just getting people amped up constantly? It's probably uh, hard when you're losing games like this, though, that to be like excited all the time. Like you know, we're seven and seven. Let's go. I mean, how do you think Mac feels when? Belichick says he can't throw a 55-yard pass. I mean, listen. Do you, he, do you never, believe that? Not, it, not accurately. He might be able to put it in an area. Okay, but it's a Hail Mary. Like, I, you, you can't expect, right? Like, you can't expect it to go perfectly. I, like think, he, I think Bill's point is that it's less about, like, Mac being able to do it, and it's just such a low percentage play that it's like. But know, that's I, a better I, way to answer it. I mean, I like I didn't want to. I didn't feel like it Bill, was a high success care. play. Bill doesn't care about feelings. You don't think he doesn't care? Well, I think he, maybe he should after his QB sucked and has already had confidence issues because of the shit they've done and how the fans have reacted. God, like what? What this offseason might be wild, and I'm not ready. It might be wild. It like, might be first, really wild in a lot of ways. Like Tom could come back. Tom could come back. What if we could trade Mac? And I would be for that. Don't care. What, like what? What 
pick what you want. I mean, honestly, if I'm Bill, I'd be like, listen, you're giving me a first for Mac minimum. I mean, it has to be a first. He's shown plenty. A He's team will give us a first. Third year of his rookie deal. I, I think I don't want to get rid of him. Like I there's there has to be more to what we than what we see so far because it's been like we've seen good things and then it's like a whole bunch of stupid stuff surrounding him that it's like, all right, like you know, this makes him look bad. I and he's rather, also doing stupid stuff. Here's so that's what I'm just, saying. As a Patriots fan, I would rather get out early because I don't see a <clears throat> world where he has a Super Bowl quarterback. I could see a world where you know, maybe makes two or three more Pro Bowls and is a top 15, maybe lower end to top 10. But I don't see a world where he can lead us to a Super Bowl. So I would rather get out now just in case this regression is real. I have an idea. That is my point. Then you're going to love this idea, actually. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Lamar Jackson wants Buku Bucks for a contract. Also hurts. Also hurt right now. The Ravens, very worried about Lamar getting hurt. Will not pay him buku bucks. Right. The Patriots, lots of cap space this offseason. And we have an actual team. (laughs) We will trade Mac Jones. For Kyle Hamilton. (laughs) Why the hell are you still talking about Kyle Hamilton? Dude, he's nasty. But listen, like what in a like honestly, like this is one of the more realistic trades. No, I I I hear what you're saying. That we could do like like we could pay Lamar, and we already know Bill is like Lamar is like peak athleticism. Why why would he not want that? And then we get D Hop. We got D Hop. I would freak out. That was that was just straight tampering. The NFL released. Dude, I mean, we did it with Hunter Henry. Like, he was literally talking to him after the game. He was like, yeah, I know. When stuff like that happens, dude, I'm sorry. Like, bet, bet on it now. Just bet on it. It's going to happen. Uh, I would. This isn't the first time. We tried, to t- we tried to trade for Hopkins when he left Houston, too. Here's what I'd say. Love that idea. I'm just not even going to acknowledge it just because that would get me too excited. And when it doesn't happen, I'd try. So, um, but when the but, Ravens but, extend him to like a $55 million deal per year. I'd be sad. Something I want to bring up to end on, and this is an idea that has kind of inspired me based on what the Eagles are doing right now, is almost, and some some may say this is slander on Jalen Hurts, and it's not meant to be. It's just how much does QB matter? Is it better to just have a stacked team around them and a mobile quarterback who can make plays happen I love when it goes wrong because i'm sorry i know right now he's the mvp probably which i would disagree with but i'm cool if you want to say he is he's not the most accurate quarterback he misses dudes like yeah, he does he's also got some some dudes out there. he's got some he's dudes got he's got aj he's brown Devontae dog. smith when goddard was playing yeah. i'd say Devontae smith is just a, a taekwon thorin clone but you know all right, but when AJ Brown's next to you, <laughs> yeah, dude, AJ, dude, if like this is why I kind of want D Hop. Unfortunately, D Hop's getting old and he's slow. Like I didn't realize how slow D Hop was till I was watching that game when we played the Cardinals. I was like, damn, we could put any corner on him. Like he's not dusting anybody. Yeah, which is not something we need because we already have separation issues. So if I'm 
you know, if I'm already worried about separation, I don't know if D Hop is going to be the answer. Obviously, because realistically, D Hop is just an upgrade over Devontae Parker. So, you know, what pretty substantial upgrade, I would say. Oh, I'd agree, but like how much does that actually change the offense? I do think Devontae Parker is really good, but I think if you're to get I, a wide receiver one on the team, he has to have elite speed in this generation of football. And we, I don't know where you're getting that right now. You are not getting that anywhere unless you think Tyquan Thorne can do that. And based on how you use him and how you're muscle, developing him, muscle. there is no shot he's being that. Not, not at least for a couple of years. But my, my point with the Hurts thing is the Eagles roster, not even looking at Hurts, is just stacked. Oh. The O-line oh. is decked out. He's got plenty of weapons. And the defense is amazing. And right? I'd argue that even Miles Sanders is kind of at an average running back. He's good enough, right? <laughs> good enough, though. Absolutely. Um, you run through the hole you're given. And does Hertz have some accuracy issues? Yeah. But he also can make a ton of plays on his feet. And if things go south, he can roll out. And that's just annoying and another thing a team has to game plan. So this is kind of going off the why I want to kind of bail on Mac is maybe this is just how football is. And you kind of need to go, look, there are so many elite athletes and pass rushers in the league that it is not reliable to, you know, trust your O-line 100% and not have a QB who can fend for himself. And I think a good example of this is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Not only can Mahomes do what Mac Jones does, but he, and more, of course, he's far better. Yes, yes, yes. Let me, let me change that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. He Not can only also, can Mahomes stay in the pocket, but yeah, yeah. So let's adjust it because Mac Thank and you. Mahomes cannot be in the same sentence. You're right. You're right. But he can roll out. He, like the things I see Mahomes do on a weekly basis, rolling out of the pocket is unbelievable. Every yeah. week he's doing something different, being creative outside of the pocket, like flicking the ball, like no look pat. Like what? How? Where can we find him? I mean, I think you look at the elite quarterbacks. Mahomes, Allen, Herbert. I think Burrow's a bit of an exception. Yeah. He's um, but he's, he's had to adjust and realize he needs to get that ball out sooner, right? Yeah. Um, Lamar, you know, we'll put Hurts in there. But they all can fend for themselves and roll out of the pocket and make a play by themselves. And I think that just might be how the NFL needs to work because if you really want to look at it, uh, Brady and Rodgers are struggling. And they aren't mobile quarterbacks. And now Brady, I'm giving a pass. Dude's 46. Like, at some point, he's got to not be good, right? He's bad. He looked really bad Sunday. And look, he's 46. I'd hope he'd be bad at some point, right? No, nah, I wanted him to be good forever. And guess what? I'd still trade Mac for him because, you know, give, give... In straight up. No, I meant trade Mac and bring Brady back. Okay. Just but I, not a final up. send off. Like, no, give me I a, wouldn't, I wouldn't me do straight pick. up. You got to give me a pick with it. You got to give me a pick with it. But um, I, you know, they're heckling that. They're like, this is the goat. This is your goat. You're not even going to give us like anything back besides the back. <laughs> I know they definitely would, but I don't know. I, I think it's, um, those are just some of my thoughts. And clearly we need to, I think, see how next week goes. Just because this left a very sour taste. Oh, I think horrible. I think after the Buffalo game, every or 
honestly, these last few games, I was definitely team Mac being like, you need to let him throw stuff like that. And now after this game, I'm like, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny. So I, I hope they keep doing it then though. Like that's, I do I hope that there's no point to not, there really like, is no point. I, not there's nothing more frustrating than watching this team play. And it's like first or second down and they're throwing like the triple reverse screen to the tight end. And I'm like, why? They are the worst team to watch in football, I think. Oh, my God. It's so bad. If I'm they... passing it, though. And if we're passing it down the field, it's interesting because it's like Mac, one, two, three, balls out. I would Mac pay one. money to just delete the fake screen to another screenplay. I hate it. We do it all the time, John. and it never works. It works when maybe it once a game, once for a game, five yards. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's <laughs> like even when it works, it's not working like they think it should work. I, they must be absolutely destroying their own defense in practice because I've never seen a team run so many screens. It looks like. We must have James White still, and I must not know because that's what it looks like we're doing out here. The other thing I want to say in defense is it's too late to change an offense. Like it, it do you it can once in a while. Don't do but, it. But what I'm saying is you can down. you can blame them. Like your offensive game plan you've decided would work is terrible, and this is just gonna suck the rest of the year. It's kind of tough to be like, all right, new playbook. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll tell you a playbook that would work better right now. Ramondre, first down. Ramondre, second down. Pass on third down. If you did that the entire game, you would produce more points than we've produced thus far. Which is sad because I would hate to watch that too. Well, I wouldn't. I love watching Ramondre. He's an animal. Okay, but after the third, like, say the third drive, you do that, they're going to know. Okay, and then well, it's not going to work. Obviously, I'm, I mean, they I'm need to do more play action. I'd be wait. We haven't done any play action. What are we doing? I remember we were talking about this like week three. We were in like, the, yo, love the play action in the Arizona game. It was we. It's do, rare. We don't do it. I think it was like we do play action thirtieth, and we're the third best at it. I think that was the stat. But that was before the Arizona game. I don't know how it's changed. I mean, it probably didn't for us because we didn't run a single play-action play during that game. It was all pocket passing and running the ball. And we ran the ball perfectly. I'm also also hesitant to be like, now I love the rookie running backs. Like, I do think they're good. I think specifically Pierre Strong is going to be something special of the two because he just looks so fast. Shifty. Yeah, he's just he's just quick, which I like. Kevin Harris just runs hard. I don't even feel like he's that good. He looks like Damian Harris. Like if he's it's a Harris. Like yeah. But um, I think that maybe the Raiders were just suspect in the run game, and that's why like Ramondre had these ridiculous stats, and then even the rookie running backs were like getting ridiculous yards because it was like there is just that much space. Well. They're also suspect in the pass game, but they looked elite at it. So, I mean, they weren't really. Do- I didn't feel like they even did much, though. It was just like inaccuracy from Mac and like yeah, stupid, stupid decisions. Fair. Every time we're throwing like a pass to the sideline to a receiver, that that needs to stop too. We need to stop throwing receiver screens. I don't know who they think we have. They must think we have Ty- Tyree Kill. Like I don't, I don't understand. 
You know what I mean? Like Tyreek Hill, I would be like, I'd do that. I would do it at least twice a game. Yeah. But in this offense, they're like, dude, give. They don't even choose to do it to Thornton. Like, give, give Jacoby the ball behind the line of scrimmage and let him let him run. Yeah, that's a great play. Great job, Patricia. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the Jakob Johnson revenge game went crazy. That's all I'm saying. Was he out there? I didn't even notice. <laughs> he had a 15 yard kick return, apparently. Did he? Yeah. Um, no, nah, it was a joke, but I really wanted to beat McDaniel. I cannot believe that we didn't crush that team. Like it felt like we should have absolutely mollywopped that team. Dude, I I was so tempted to drink yesterday. Like I just I was <laughs> dude, I was not no way. I was not in a good place. That was tough. Um, but now I get to see them play the Bengals Saturday and I can't say I'm excited for it because they haven't given me any, two guys have given me excitement this year. Let's be honest. Three, Judon. four, four. There's plenty of people in the defense, actually. Judon, Uche, Duggar, and Stevenson. You're just going to forget. Oh, Jack, Jack Jones, Jack Jones, oh, Jack Jones. Marcus Jones? Jack Jones. God. Marcus Mar- yeah, more yeah, you know what? I, I guess so. Marcus Jones has been very entertaining lately. That's fair. It's a six. He was covering Devontae Adams and looked like Richard Sherman. Yeah, and then we put him in the prevent and Keelan Cole just why, <laughs> why did we uh God, that game? We, I cannot believe dude, we, it. We can't talk anymore. We're just we could go on and on. But the fact is it was a terrible game. It was a terrible wow. ending. Uh, the Patriots have given me a terrible year of football. Just straight up, it sucked, and I hate it. Well, it was good for a while. Like the Zappy thing was fun for a bit. No, it wasn't. It totally ruined Mac. But like, it, okay, you know me. It thing. you know me. It was not fun. I was because I just knew, like, what this meant in the future, and it was gonna bite uh, our ass, and it did. That absolutely did. I said that too. I was. I think that was what exactly what I said. I think I said it was going to bite us. Oh, we knew. We major boys. It was because it was the first week where we won, and then everybody was like, "Wow, Zappy looks really good." And I was just like, "Oh no." We knew. We knew it was a problem. And the Pats thing. They see a quarterback, and they're like, "Yeah, they see a white quarterback as a backup come in the game, and they go, Yo, it's like Brady for real.' like Like, shut up." Literally go it's home like and never root for this fan, this team. Like I can't. I dude, it's I honestly I'm like I'm on the next uh, like I'm on to Cincinnati, but like in next year's schedule. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on to the offseason, truthfully. I'm brainstorming how what to do because this is the worst place to be in, truthfully, is you're mediocre, and there's no way for you to be above mediocre or that much above mediocre right yeah so really the only ways to get worse and it's are they gonna pull the trigger to get worse i mean is it gonna suck slow or fast right is it gonna suck for a while because we choose to be mediocre for a long time or is it gonna be quick and we're gonna go okay we need to blow it up two-year rebuild hopefully we have another competitive there's no way they rebuild like what is there to rebuild I shouldn't say rebuild, restructure, maybe. But and then a restructure is totally what we're doing this offseason. Like I'm 
I'm game. I'm for talking that. like we need a new QB. That I mean, kind of thing. That might be a little difficult this year. I'm gonna be honest. Just draft one. Tra- Trade Mac. Draft Just one. Draft one. Yeah. Who would you? All right. All right. Now I gonna... I haven't done research on the QBs, so I'm not gonna sit here. Because there's a lot of good like ones. A guy. People are saying there's a lot of good. Why QBs? not the Florida guy who can run? Do you really think? Listen, Bill had Cam Newton and was like, wow, running the quarterback. This is fun. Well, well, it's just – and this is why I'm saying I don't think Bill can coach in this generation because I think it's changing now. And honestly, maybe we just need a mobile quarterback. I'm not saying he has to run for 100 yards, but scramble outside the pocket maybe. Can the guy throw? Can he – can he I mean, throw like Mac? Because Mac, Mac. Oh, well, he can throw like Mac. I think a lot of guys can throw. I was like going to say Mac throwing is not very impressive. He so has like, better arm strength, I believe. I don't know about accuracy. You see, like this Josh Allen prospect that I've been seeing. I know there's like a Josh Allen esque prospect. He, he, I think he has like the no. The Josh Allen is Will Levis because his arm strength is crazy. That's what it was. But raw is Ri- Richardson. Richardson has the most potential. Very raw, kind of similar to Lamar. I feel like. All right, say we're say we're literally the sixteenth pick of the draft because that's where we are basically are right now, seven and seven. Mm-hmm. We would trade a first round pick and Mac for something in the top down, top ten, like sure. late top ten though, like six through ten. So this quarterback that I'm talking about is projected at fifteen. I mean, if he's going at fifteen, I mean. I don't know if, if he's going at 15. I think it's fair. No, no way. QB's always no way go we, up. No, no way we go up, though, is what I'm saying. Like, no yeah. way we're going up to get him because we even waited for Mac. Like, we're waiting for Mac Jones. There's no way we're waiting. CJ Stroud's also falling. I don't know what you think about him. I mean, I'm a, I'm a CJ Stroud fan. I'm a fan because he was being talked about as one or two, and now he's at eight in the latest mock draft. Well, like, what, what do you do if? One of those quarterbacks falls to you, and you're like, "Oh, we like this guy," but now we're not. Him. But now we're not trading Mac. You're just going to let Mac and CJ Shroud and why uh, wouldn't why wouldn't you trade him? Well, that's what, well. I'm saying he falls to you though. Like at, you're saying he's going to go at 15. Like we're going to be around that pick if he if, comes to like say he falls all the way to us. We just get him. Yeah. Then we have Mac, CJ Shroud, and Zappy. So you trade Mac. Get another first rounder, like you just take back end of the third or the the first round, like thirty. I mean, because realistically, Max going into his third year, and I feel like he's a rookie. So why not get another rookie? Honestly, I'd call the 49ers or I'd keep him on. I like I don't have a problem keeping those three quarterbacks. Is wait, is Brian Hoyer on the team still? No, right? He, he's gonna be done. I think he's he, he is he's, he's IR'd. He's IR'd. Oh, but he's a joke. All right, we're getting we're getting too far into the future here. Yeah, we we can we can talk about this off air. Um, yeah, but all right, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. I can't imagine a better result. We're getting a W in Cincinnati. Shut up. <laughs> I'm I'm about to watch an, a blowout in the freezing cold on Christmas Eve, and I well, I can wait. You think the Louisiana boys are going to do well in the cold? I think Joe Burrow is going to make me cry. I'm going to be honest with you. Wait. Go on. <laughs> All right, we're calling it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Tune in next week.